Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Friday, May 1st, 2020. And now, live from Las Vegas, the host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. Another week, another couple of chuckles. Brian Blessing, Cam Stewart. I'm hanging in Las Vegas. Cam is high atop the beautiful burb of Mississauga, overlooking the entire province. <laughs> it's 102 degrees here yesterday. What, what's the Are te- you kidding no, me? No. Wow. That's hot. Yeah, with my new lid, too. Like I told you, like it's just we haven't got a haircut. Like It's really hot at night. I couldn't deal with 102. Buddy, Brian, I told you, like, I, I'd love to sleep in a deep freezer. Like, at night, I like a cold, cold, cold. Anything over, like, 14, 15 here, which is, I don't know, what is that, like, 70-something? Like, I, I, I don't like the heat. The only time I like the maybe for a little bit of golf, but you know me, I sweat like, uh, oh, man, I just sweat. 102, no thanks. Hey, bud, I'll channel my inner Rodney Dangerfield. I've seen your new lid. You should get a pretty <laughs> bowl of soup with that. <laughs> We're going to try to cut it tonight after a few drinks. Uh, I'll I tell you how it goes. I'm going to cut my hair. We did it finally the other day. I literally, I've been wearing a hat. I've, I've shaved two full beards. I grow them in, hate it, and shave. Yeah, it's prickly. Your wife I, probably doesn't like it, too. When she wants to get close, it's a little sharp, right? So, yeah, it's good to shave it. Yeah, but I remember four years ago, she said, yeah, that stopped that. <laughs> <laughs> but the, no play for Mr. Gray. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brian, your beard is weird. Your stash is trash. Oh my God! <laughs> no, but no, we got the we got the shears out though, and away away it went. And but I, I went from you know I, I was I I was I was making a run at the mullet and said it's a hundred degrees here. Let's lose this nonsense, and away it went. Yeah, that's what happens, buddy. But no, it's just, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, we're getting into that time of the year right now, buddy. I know you're going to be hitting, hitting the links. And I, actually, Brian, you know what? We've had some good news in sports. Like for all the people with the doom and gloom, uh, we talk about it. Uh, golf is coming back. NASCAR, I know they're going to run in the southern states. They're ready to go at the same tracks. Hockey's got plans. Like I'm going to tell you, they're going to play these games. These sports are coming back without fans. They're just ultimately getting a plan, and they can't screw around with it. they got to be perfect. That's why they're waiting you know, baseball seems to be having a different idea every day, but I'm telling you, hockey can't afford not to, and they will. I'll make a prediction. Things are going to go through. They, they will be playing. They will play. Buddy, I almost jarred a pitching wedge from 113 yards yesterday. Kick in. Beautiful. A kick in. What, how, how nice was it to get out? Uh, just to run, just, just get out of the house. And honestly, like, again, it's just like all this stuff. The first time, I've only golfed twice during this. The first time I felt guilty. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, should he, should, yeah. should we do this? And, you know, uh, and, uh, I don't, no, I'm with you. I'm like, I said the first stuff, time, right? I said the first time. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and, and I now, talked now, to now, yesterday, you know, you go out, you're in a golf cart all by yourself outdoors yeah. and, you know, a little exercise, a little fresh air, a frosty beverage and going, you know, 
I'm okay, and then on the way home, I'll stop at the grocery store and go around thousands of people. I mean, where am I going to have a bigger problem? Exactly. That's that's the thing. Like my parents are older, and uh, it's funny. My brother called me the other day, and he's like, "I heard mom's giving you a big list." Like at at first, it started with four or five items, then it went to ten, then it went to thirty. Can you stop by the liquor store as well? I got like a hazmat suit on. A bunch of guys who look like uh, you know they rolled out of a ditch are are there. I'm like, this is dangerous. Like I'm playing Frogger in the grocery store, going, "Please don't come near me." <laughs> it is absolutely down. People don't understand the grocery store slash liquor stores are like the most dangerous places you could be in, and those to be the places that people want me to go for them. But you're right. On a golf course, you could stay a hundred, you know, yards away from the guy. I'll see you at the 19th hole, buddy. You know what I mean? It's easy. And we talked about it even with NASCAR, Brian, you know, I, I talked about it on our show. One guy's doing gas. One guy's hey, on a wheel. On. These guys are in hazmat suits, you know, that's, that's their suits are like 200 degrees. So there's things that we can do to get around this stuff. Hockey. I know they're going to have some challenges, but the smartest thing that you said when we were doing all these things, if, if somebody tests positive, we can't just shut it all down. We got to keep rolling. And I think that's exactly what they're talking about. Well, let's, let's cut to the chase last week. In by the way, so I don't forget it was one of the funniest Seinfelds. And there were many, but when George Costanza, who had, who still had the record on the Frogger video, oh, yeah, that's then wanted to get the, the machine home and, of course, called on Kramer to do it, which was not a good idea. No. Uh, but the battery was dying on the thing, so he wouldn't lose his record. And he had to get it across the street, and he was playing Frogger in the streets of Manhattan with the Frogger machine. That was brilliant. <laughs> it is. No, no, I, I always liked Frogger, too. Those were great games, you know. Uh, you ever remember Qbert and uh, Galaga? Like, I, that's the thing. Like, everyone's like, oh, you know, I'm playing all these, like, League, League of Legends. Like, dude. I used to go like to the pizza place and play Arkanoid. Like I'm a stooge. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how to play any other oh, games. I'm like, so oh, old. Ball. Ding 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 ding. I'm so old. Come on, Kim. You're, 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 you're so old, Brian. No, Tell me how old you are. Okay, you kind of got there. You know, it's it's it, it's the Johnny Carson. I'm so old. How oh, old are you? Are you, Brian? Uh, well, I, I started with Pong. <laughs> oh yeah, Pong's wicked. Yeah, but in right. college. <laughs> right like the, the the two hot ones when i was in college and i'm telling you the one stands the test of time to this day one was missile command oh missile command but, well, yeah you are going other, see, oh no but the other one was asteroids oh and, i love asteroids to the yeah, point asteroids where is awesome i say i say this probably 10 times a week and and the joke is lost on people when someone someone gets somewhere really fast like, you know, I'll be there, you know, I'm across town, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, and the guy made it quick. Or I'm like, you know, you got there yeah. so fast. And I go, what'd you do? Hit the hyperspace button? <laughs> right? And and they look at me like, what? Yeah, they, they, what, what, what does that mean? This, this ginger, <laughs> you're a stooge, but you're actually cracking a joke. No, trust me, I get it. Brian, I told you, when I was a kid, I actually, they used to have, like, a mall, like, uh, uh, the Eaton Center or whatever, they had like an, uh, an asteroids tournament that I went into a kid. Like I used to play like every day, like the way we talked about, you know, up north, I'm having a beer and I'm playing ping pong every night. The same thing. When I was a kid, like I used to rock asteroids hard. Great game. Outstanding. Well, so, so listen, let's one. All right. Yeah. Semi-serious thing. And then let's get on to, cause I got some, I got some really exciting news. Oh, okay. Good. Good. I'm listening. After all this time and all the great unknown, but last week we were talking from a betting angle. Play play Swedes for the Con Smythe, you know. Yeah. And and the Swedes are skating over there. 
I mean, it just I, I don't even want to go down this rabbit hole. We do this crap every day. But how unknown all of this is. And people that said it was nothing, then it was something. And now it's now that it's something, it's going to be 18 months or two years or something. Like, these people are literally throwing spaghetti against the wall. And six, seven weeks ago, Sweden was getting carved like a Christmas ham because they didn't shut things down. And, my God, what the hell are they thinking? And now today, the World Health Organization, who is throwing spaghetti at, against the wall, they're sitting there going, well, actually, Sweden looks like they got the best model. And they never shut a damn thing down. Yeah, it's crazy, Brian. Oh, you bring up good points. And uh, take a look at some other places that they're talking about. The Bundesliga in Germany for soccer. I don't know what Italy's doing. Like, they had one of the worst uh, cases globally, and they're talking about Syria uh, football there. So, yeah, I know it, it's an interesting situation. And I'm not a doctor, and I'm not going to tell you. We don't play one on the radio either. But I will say this. I think we have to get back to normalcy. There just has to be a plan in place. And, you know, and the NBA is talking about Disney World. Perfect. I've been to Orlando. It's a ghost town. It's basically a big suburb with a bunch of spaces. Boom. And they talk about getting away from the families and the kids. Well, what's there? Perfect. Perfect. It's a perfect scenario, a perfect city for you have so many hotels. See, these these solutions make sense. We're not just going to sit there and go, oh, no, we're not going to try to get anything done. Don't worry about it. Like, eventually, things are going to get there. Fans putting asses in seats is one thing. I think we can worry about that a little bit later. The bottom line is getting games moving forward. And I see a light at the end of the tunnel, buddy. I'm telling you, like things are moving. Well, they're progressing. I was going to ask the question. And then the question was going to be, well, it's going to sound stupid for Canadians. It, it, the question is to you specifically. It's not like you're in Camganistan. No. Do you, <laughs> do you, do you, do you have HBO personally? Uh, I can get, yeah, I, I can get it on my fire stick. I get like all, all the specialty okay. channels and stuff like well, that too, but I'm watching, like, I, I'm just, I'm watching horse racing and stuff during the day, you know? So yeah. What do you got for me? Well, okay. But what I was going to say is because I th- it's high time to start figuring this thing out and, and moving forward a little bit. Uh, the next two weeks are going to be critical to see what States like Georgia and Tennessee, uh, and then are reopening, to see oh, how this goes. Tennessee, okay. did you, it's, uh, sorry to interrupt quickly. Did you hear about those kids that broke into Neyland Stadium and they stole beer? And by the way, why are you leaving two fours of beer, like not even in like an enclosed thing with bars and a key? They literally walked into Tennessee Stadium and started drinking. The beer was just sitting there. I'm like, are you yeah, stupid? But it was warm beer. I know it was warm, but anyway, you can take <laughs> it home and put it in a damn fridge. Like, what are you doing? But I was going to say, say this to you, that because the thing that's going on with this thing, and we, we got to get to the hockey. Yes, the, yes, thing that's right. going on, the thing that's going on with this thing is its contagious nature. It, and, 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 and time will ultimately say, how, how many people have already been exposed to this thing? And you know what I mean? It's out there, and it's so contagious. But the one thing that was horrific, and you're trying to figure out, how do you get a grip on this? In this, you know, how many is it? The number's probably damn near. God bless these people. It's almost like a third, if not approaching a half of the people that have passed away because of this stuff are people that are in nursing homes. They're Petri dishes. All right. So, but the thing I was going to tell you is this real sports on HBO. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They did a thing. Let me, let me just, do you remember, and this is, my God, this we're lighthearted. We talk hockey, but do you remember how bad Italy was? Do you remember seeing the pictures of the priest? in the church with like 
30 caskets lined up. And the oh, guy, yeah. Okay, you remember that picture? Yep. Okay. So they said, what happened? Why that one area? And this, this is a discussion for what we've got moving forward. Mass gatherings. In that small, it's a small city in northern Italy, and they're having the biggest soccer game they've ever had there. Kind of an undermanned team. Uh, um, I, I forget their name. But it was, it's almost, they were like the Leicester City. I mean, they were the long time underdogs that yeah, now like playing Bologna. This I think it was Bologna. I think it was Bologna. I think you're yeah. right. Yeah. And so, so they're all there. They said literally two thirds of the city, it's a small city. Two-thirds of the city were at the soccer game. And so the story was, uh, as they score a goal, when the people you know, let out the, the scream that they scored, and this guy explained it beautifully, it's you know the droplets or when you sneeze or yeah, cough. Yeah, it's in the air. Yeah, exactly. You're told. There's a, when yeah. everybody let out the blood-curdling yell when the goal yeah. was scored, what, the droplets in the stuff – and it speaks volumes to how many people had already been exposed to it. But it was like it would go out, not six feet, it would go out meters, the guy said. For sure. So when they screamed, it was like a cloud of the virus went out and covered everybody. And that picture that with all those caskets, every one of those people, Cam, was at that soccer game. Yeah, no, and, and that, so that's that's it's the contagious nature right. of it. But they but the majority of them were extremely older people. Right. Yeah, no, you bring but, up. But now we want to get fans back in games. No, that's the problem. He, first of all, fans, shut up. You'll eventually go to these games. It might be next year. You can't have fans. And they're talking about like I see the new blackjack tables in Vegas where everyone's got like a screen and a mask. What am I going to do? Hey, the dealer busted. You know, you put down your mask. You drank. Like it just. It just. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I love playing, and you know me. You see me at the tables. That is not working for me. That will not be fun. Like, I want part of the game is, like, talking, cracking a couple jokes. Hey, how you doing? Uh, you know, Brian, but you're, you're absolutely right about uh, the other stuff. And here's the thing. We bet on sports. If, if there's no fans in the stands, it's fine. You're going to have neutral You're going to have neutral site games. It eventually is going to get better, and then we're going to move forward after that. So I agree with everything that you're saying. Some It's weird. In the United States, too, Boston was a city that was hit hard. Like, I don't know if they had mass gatherings or what happened, but it's very, very interesting that you talk about, you know, the, the situations and the, the ones that have been like devastating, you're right, like big soccer matches, big gatherings, all that stuff. And I got to be honest with you, the numbers are starting to taper off a bit. That's why I'm tra- taking a positive attitude towards us. We can't just say, yay, let's go back and do all this stuff. There obviously has to be caution, but I'm telling you the way things are going with NASCAR golf and all the other things, like this is right around the corner. We're talking uh, for NASCAR May and we're talking June for golf. So you know what? And I think basketball and hockey, the one big advantage they have over baseball baseball was supposed to start at the end of march they haven't played one damn game do they want to do cactus league stuff they had a plan now where they're oh 10 cities no no hockey can finish up the damn season we go roll into the playoffs basketball the same way they're not going to screw around they're talking about orlando so these are feasible solutions that i think we can you know move forward from there let's move on but just what because you said it i went and typed in massachusetts nursing home deaths yes what a a wonderful google search to do yeah really okay Coronavirus kills 70 veterans at Massachusetts Care Home Center. I, it's, I'm telling you, the numbers are stupefying. Uh, how many of, of the people that have passed away are in 
nursing homes. Yeah. And it's they're all gathered in the same it's place. The same here. But all the numbers skews, are about nursing homes. Older it's people in nursing homes. But it skews the number camp to the yes, point it does. where what is the actual lethality rate of this thing? It could be as uh, it could be point two percent. It really could. Uh, the numbers are hideous when you see them, but when you break them down. Who the hell knows what you're being told? No, I get uh, it. I'm just I, I know. I, I agree with. I agree with like everything that you're saying right there. The thing is, you know, if if, if you're in charge, you know, you got to do your due diligence, and you can't screw around, right? We can't have a second way, But you're right. But you're we have to correct. start living again. Yeah, we do have to start living. I get it. I told you, right. you're golfing, and I'm going to the beer store today. So we're moving forward. Well, make sure you don't make sure you pay for it and make sure it's not warm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'm just returning my empties, buddy. My house looks like a frat house. You're playing pong. I'm playing beer pong. Like it, it's all like, right. I, I got cases of beer up to the ceiling. Hockey, Brian, what do you got for me? All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm always ready, right. Brian. No, no, producer Mike, can we turn the corner and start talking? See, he thinks, see the power of the microphone. Like yeah. we always have the last word. He's like, can we turn the corner? Yeah, Mike's cringing right now, so you better do like, something nice. Like, yeah, here, you know what? You don't like it? Edit it out. <laughs> wow. Man. I got to tell Mike, yeah, you've been very surly today, asking for new equipment and other things. Brian, you're really, uh, yeah, you're really uh, feisty. Well, it because it's we're all this crap we're talking about. You want hockey? Let's get on with it. All right, yeah, so, so I'm ready. You are. You want the good news as we turn the corner? Yes, Brian, tell me. Tell, tell me, give me, give, give me some good news. The Sabres might have made the playoffs. Oh, no. First of all, I got something to say about that. Uh, screw uh, them. Screw Montreal. And that idea is the dumbest thing. But that it's, no, no, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. the front runner. You can't have that happen. We wanted to get this thing. Buffalo, do they deserve to make the playoffs? Eh, no. Montreal? No, Are you kidding me? Eh, no. I don't understand. So some, You're some just worried. No, 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 no. Just let me finish. Some genius come up and say the first six teams in the division are going to get there. Are you a moron? It's the teams in the conference. Didn't we just talk about this? Why the hell should I don't care if you like Buffalo. They shouldn't be there, and Montreal shouldn't be there. I don't disagree, but the problem is it's like the final four, number five's mine. Someone is always going to get screwed, and it looks like the Rangers are the team. Yes, no, no matter How do the Rangers what, not get in and compared to these guys. No matter what the scenario is, someone's going to get carved. Yeah, well, but, but Buffalo and Montreal but, just don't okay, deserve it, to be in the playoffs I, due to their okay. record. The I'm Rangers not, do. I'm not arguing, arguing with you. I agree with you. Okay, thank you. But, but at the same time, we, mo- we may both be wrong because it's like how many times do you say, that's why I say the playoffs should be one versus 16 because the two best teams could be in the same conference. You're right. About All right. That. So just because a team has more points in a different division doesn't mean they're necessarily the better team. It could mean they're in a weaker division. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm not saying that's the case. But so someone's going to get carved. But the bottom line is, you're just, uh, you know, you're putting the huggies on. I, you know, you're not a Leafs fan. I But the first round matchup is going to be Toronto and Buffalo. Oh, yeah, I know. baby. Oh, that being the best. Oh, dude. Heaven, uh, heaven honestly, I almost want it just oh. to happen just, to, just for me and you. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> heaven, heaven on earth. They let the Sabres in. They got no <laughs> business being there. And they take the Leafs out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, I'm shooting flares into the sky already. I know you are, Brian. And the funny thing is, it's 
it's funny because, like, you know Molson, the power that they have. Hell, in Canada, who's got the most power? The beer company. So they're going to find a way. Obviously, Montreal and Buffalo are tickled pink with this, uh, you know, this idea, which absolutely makes no sense and is stupid. But to your point, you can't have a better first-round matchup playoff, even though Buffalo shouldn't be there. Hell, the Leafs haven't even uh, gotten in the playoffs yet. But Buffalo versus Toronto in the Battle of the QEW <laughs> first round, like, you can't ask for anything more for everybody. Like the, the whole Niagara region, the you know, Buffalo, just, like that's a I'm, lot of people right there, bro. I'm just sitting here. I've, I've told you the, the 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 it was like and you're playing with house money too. You shouldn't even be there, so they'll probably beat Toronto. Talk about going full <laughs> circle. I've told this story before, but last night, you know, all every market showing old famous games for their team. Yeah. So now the the Sabers are showing their cup run that ended with the no goal against Dallas, but if they're in the playoffs. They beat the Bruins, but now, so they're playing the Leafs. And it was game one, and, you know, they showed the CBC broadcast of it last night, and it was, you know, McLean and Cherry before the game. And, and God bless Don Cherry. is so smart. I, you know, I, 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 you know what happened. Uh, but he's just, he's, when it comes to the hockey, the guy's so smart. Hashik's hurt for game one. Mm-hmm. They're playing in Toronto, and it's going to be uh, Dwayne Rollison. Dwayne Rollison, that's right. And he, I remember. And he said, this kid's so nervous, they better get a couple goals on this guy early. Uh, but but he says, the one thing that you know the Sabres are going to play like lunatics in front of him. Well, it was a great game. The Sabres won it. It was uh, 5-4. Uh, but but, it, but the, the point was, the story, Bob Cole's calling the game. So our buddy... I'll throw him a bone here. Well, we Rochi, you know, our, our buddy. Rochi. Our buddy, our buddy of ours in Buffalo. What a camp. name, Rochi. So, so <laughs> anyway, the Sabres eliminated the Leafs. Yeah, I remember. All right. Quite, quite well. I actually was traveling across the United States on a, a baseball tour. Start off like in Vegas. I'll never forget. Like we used to stop, me and my buddy, uh, my buddy Carl, uh, that I met uh, in Yellowknife. We were doing a baseball uh trip around the country and like he's a big leaf fan too we stopped at the bars and watched the sabers beat the leaves brian lots so, of fun so they eliminate them right hashik stood on his head in the series he came back from the injury and, and knocked him out so it was after the game and there's a slow moving freight elevator next to the press <laughs> of course, so, it's always slow moving you're so right. oh the freight elevator they, yeah. the same thing they get the same thing at t-mobile there's the yeah. big freight elevator I, takes yeah. forever in the press elevator anyway so at, at the end of the series it was Bob Cole, Harry Neal, and Dick Irvin. What a team! Who was a Dick Irvin was a wonderful guy. Oh God, I, imagine, I, I, he imagine. used to come. I used to do. He used to come to our TV station a lot. To he's do one of the work. best broadcasters. And, and, but just a wonder. He was yeah. a wonderful gentleman. He was. So anyway, so they're going down the press elevator, and our buddy. As they're standing there, the, the door. You know, one of those things like the doors closing, and he walks in. Yeah. <laughs> So he's in there, and this thing's crawling, and it's going down. And the whole way down, Bob Cole is just going, I can't believe the Leafs got eliminated. They got beat, <laughs> they got beat by a goaltender. <laughs> the Leafs did this. The Leafs did that. And blah, 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 and, and Hashik, and they got beat by a goaltender, right? And and you know our pal. He's sitting there. He's like, he's, he's, Part of him saying to himself, but he has no filter. Yeah, he's like, don't don't say it. And, and it's but it's taking forever. It's you know, it's crawling. <laughs> you know, it's, and, and it's slowly moving. It's getting closer to the floor, and and Cole's getting more animated and heated, and just and the other two guys are just standing there, not saying a word. Cole's just vent. Finally, Rochi says, "I can't take it anymore." I turn around, I look at him, go, 
Yeah, you weren't saying that in 86 when Waugh stood on his head and won the cup. Yeah, good call. Right? Right? <laughs> They're like, who the hell is this no, wait, guy? No, wait a minute, wait a minute. So Cole looks at, looks at him like flames coming out his ears and his eyes, right? And Dick Irvin looks at Bob Cole and goes, the boy's got a point, Bob. <laughs> that's classic Dick Irvin there. No, that's awesome. That, oh, that's he's right. Dick Irvin sounds. That's a good Dick Irvin. That is good. Nancy's he's got a point there. Yeah, I know. It's boy's true. He's got a point, Bob. It's so no, true. Neighbors like, Leafs first round, baby. Bring it on. Yeah, no, I, I remember Dwayne Rollison, too. Like, people don't remember. Like He was good. Oh, I love Dwayne Rollison. Actually, I'm going to tell you a story. Like, when he's one of my favorite goaltenders, actually. And then when he went to the Minnesota Wild, like people don't understand, there was a run of Dwayne Rollison for a couple of years where he was unstoppable. Like he was one of those guys. Like once he was in the zone, like he was stupid. You remember those Minnesota Wild teams? One nothing win, Rollison shutout. Two to one win, forty six saves. Like people don't understand. Like if you're not sure, a real hardcore hockey fan, like actually how good Dwayne Rollison was for a while. Very good. Uh, I, Buffalo's ass. But wasn't he? Wasn't he really good? I mean, the best he was. Uh, wasn't it Edmonton? Yeah, and then he went to Edmonton after that, and then and he had that he cup run against Carolina. They, yeah, they, then they he got hurt. And yeah, he got hurt. He was wicked in he wicked in Buffalo, wicked in Minnesota, awesome in Edmonton. Got hurt. No, Dwayne Wollison's a real interesting guy. Like you talk about goaltenders, like either they're like you know the guys who want to like bungee jump no cord, or else they're like talking and like a person comes by and they're they're like give you a look like please don't talk to me ever, don't look at me. Like, there, that's the thing. There's no middle ground. You're either party animal or you're quiet guy. And Dwayne Rollison, he goes in the, you know, the quiet guy type of routine. Like, don't talk to this guy before the game. He's in the zone. Well, just know this. It, 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 and it's amazing when you think about it. And you, good memory, Cam. He backed up Hashik for two years yep. in Hashik's prime. Prime. Yep. Okay. Uh, and then, my God, he played for the Worcester Ice Cats. <laughs> Craziness. <laughs> then he went three years. Uh, to Minnesota, he went awesome, to Sweden, mm-hmm. and then he comes back. He had four four years with the Oilers, and geez, the one year man, he had uh, he had twenty eight wins. Yeah, no, I told you the guy's a good goalie. Like people don't remember Dwayne Rollis. I remember that Edmonton team too. Like, isn't it crazy though, Brian? Like we sit there and talk about, it, and I don't want to wax wax poetic about. Like, I'll be the first guy to tell you this, and uh, you know. I think the Sabres got job like that whole Brett Hall stuff. It's still like it would it would bother uh, you till the day you go to your criminal. grave. And you know our, team, our team's been like uh, burned before. But that was the one thing about hockey that really pissed me off. And I still love the game. But it seemed to me when these new teams came in the league, like Carolina versus Edmonton, they got every call. It's like okay, I get it. Edmonton won some games during like the Billy Smith era when you're beating the Islanders and stuff. But that team that they had. Like, they deserved a better fate. It's like, oh, but you know what, though? No, 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 I'm just going to say this. I don't want to rip Batman or whatever, but it was obvious to me, and I'm just going to tell you my opinion, and people could tell me to F off. Those teams, Florida, Carolina, all those teams that so-called the Sun Belt teams that came in the league, they got all the advantages against against the teams that were there. And I will say that, that you can include Dallas in that mix against Buffalo. And if you don't believe that, you're not watching the game. I'm not some guy who's well, a sour okay. puss. I'm and, a realist. You know, and I hear you. And every every franchise has been scalded in some way, shape, or form. More, Even some more than others. Vegas is only in two years, and they got they got their head lopped off. Yeah, I know. Uh, in the playoffs. But, hey, listen, you're going to tell me you're right. If you're, you're tell, You can't say this to me if you're not watching the game. If you're not going to tell me the Montreal Canadiens get every call in the world when they're home, you're dreaming. 
Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I, I agree with that. It's just, it's one of those things. It, it hasn't been as bad lately, but you're right, Brian, in their prime, exactly. I, they do. They get every single call, and that's the way it works. But I, I'm going to tell you the Sunbelt teams, I think, get a lot more uh, than the other teams in Buffalo. Unfortunately for them, it burned yeah. them. And, you know, hey, anyway, who cares? We're going to have a Leafs-Buffalo playoffs now. Let's not live in the past. Well, that's what they're saying is the favorite. Yeah, uh, you know, it's a twenty-four team tournament. They keep saying, "Cam, I think that's crazy." They have sixteen. Well, you want to finish but... the regular season? There's no way. <laughs> There's no, why even bother? We've said this before. Are you going to play Larkin if you're the Red Wings? Are you playing Kopitar and Dowdy? That's another thing. Like, no, why, the producer Mike, who's a Red Wings fan, the Red Wings shouldn't be. Here's 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 my solution. The Red Wings should not be anywhere near a playoff structure. They're out. No, they're not. Ottawa's out. No, but listen. But listen to me, Brian. I'm telling you, the teams that don't get in and complaining, how about the teams get in, saw them off some cash, and go, oh, they're going, oh, we're going to lose some money at the gate, whatever. Well, all the other teams can pitch in and say, here, here's oh, a no, no, there'll be revenue share on that. Yeah. I, I mean, someone's, I mean, honestly, in, in that scenario, the Rangers are going to get just flat out screwed. Yeah, there are other ways you can do this. And so I'm just saying, the only reason I bring it up is that they're actually saying that of the myriad of scenarios they're talking about, and these are hockey insiders are saying this. Yeah, I know. And I got, and when Bob McKenzie 20, says something, I'm listening. The 24-team format is actually, at as of this moment, the favorite. Uh, I think that's nuts, but I'll bet on the underdog. I, you can't have 24 teams. I think that's uh, irresponsible. We're going to also have to blow, blow through this thing, Brian. Brian, let's just call it for what it is. It sounds great, but you can't have that many teams in, and I, I think it's wrong. What was well, the, so what was the point of the regular season then with all the other games? Be better. Be better. You know, don't, don't, don't talk to me now. Like, this is nuts. Well, what okay. is the NBA going to do? Let every, let every other team in? Like, no, it doesn't work that way. So here, I, this was my topic on my hockey show, Vegas yep. Hockey Hotline. Great, great show. Great show. I've been on your uh, show many times. All right, this was the topic, and I I say yes, no matter how this shakes out. The players wouldn't wouldn't say so. They're they're bound and determined to dish out the cup. I don't think in any way, shape, or form, however this plays out, at the end of the day, regardless of who wins it, Cam, will this year's cup always have an asterisk next to it? Is it Roger Maris? I don't think it will be. If we actually get to the games and have playoff series, and sure, somebody will say that, but it's still a war of attrition. It's still one of the hardest trophies to win. We've had a break. It kind of evens the playing field. Some teams like Carolina get their blue liners back, which is big. Other teams with the stars, like you look at a veteran team like Washington, they get healthier. But you know what? We don't. It does, Brian, we follow this stuff. I don't care what the circumstances. Winning series and winning the Stanley Cup is basically a war. Who stays healthier? And once these guys start, let's remember one thing. They're going to be fresh. They're going to be guys that get absolutely pummeled. Like you could say, oh, there's going to be a little bit of rust. Think about the energy and power and health that these guys have going into the Stanley Cup Finals, unlike other years where you're beat down just trying to get there. I think it's interesting. Sure, you could put an asterisk beside it, but if they actually have legitimate series, even if it's a three out of five instead of a four out of seven, I'm fine with that. We can't have some baseball scenario that we're going to, oh, we're going to play like a tournament and then we're going to win it. That's totally different. I think it's, it's going to be fine. People will say asterisks. I won't. I understand how tough it is to win. And I think it's going to be very interesting when we see how these teams come off the layoff. Okay. You, me, we can be wrong with the best of them. Yes, we can. 
but I think we also uh, <laughs> can be right. up front in front of a lot of things. I mean, I, I seven weeks ago, I said, send them to Greenland. This was before anybody was saying about neutral sites. Yeah. It's like, right, this isn't to be, you know, but I'm telling you, this was the other thing. I cannot wait. Just like you and I are saying, we can't wait for golf without fans. Yeah. Because the course will play like the course without the gallery stopping Aaron Schantz. Yep. But I'm telling you, I've been saying this for a month. And some guy wrote an article yesterday. And I'm like, I'm all in. I'll pay because I'm going, this will be the greatest thing ever if they come back and play hockey without fans, you know, just like the Michael Jordan last dance thing yeah. where they're saying one channel doesn't have cursing. One channel does. That's what they did. Right. Yeah. And, but, oh, so if Michael Jordan can blurt out the words. Oh, well, that's Michael Jordan. Okay. Well, all I'm saying is the hockey with no fans, they better just put up this, this game is for mature audiences only. What they'll do is cower, and they'll they'll have the net sound. They'll turn it down. Yep. They should have a pay-per-view channel, a pay-per-view channel with all the mics and everything that's around there. I would even say, if it's no announcers, so be it. I agree. A pay-per-view channel where you can hear what they're saying to each other, that would be a home run. The language will be vile. But it will be hysterical too. Well, <laughs> hearing guys, I'm telling. This is. Oh, I'm I not. I agree. I with am you. not joking. Oh, I'm not joking yeah. either. I think it's amazing. This is a money maker. As, as you, long as you, you don't charge me forty nine ninety five well, like, like a UFC okay. fight. If Let's you get a reasonable said, price cooking. If fight. you said I can get, the, they do the mi- they do the mixed channels for the uh, college football championship game yep. uh, or, or in basketball. Like if it's Michigan State's play in North Carolina, you get the Michigan State announcer, you get the North Carolina announcer, uh, you know, you get, they've got like six channels. Do a channel that is only the sound that you will hear because there's not the din of a crowd. And if charge me nine ninety five for that channel for the Stanley Cup playoffs, I'm in. I, the ratings would be through the roof. Oh, of course they would. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know that other. Yeah, kids can watch the other broadcast. Everybody else can watch that. The ratings are going to be. Yeah, they'll bl- they'll blow up the toe board. And uh, yeah, you talk about Michael. Jo- I love Michael Jordan too. I never partied. The guy's eyes are redder than a, like a Chardonnay. Have you seen? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. We'll go. We'll go get. Go 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 get Dennis. He's he's having sex with Carmen on Electra and uh, across the street there on the court. It's unbelievable. But yeah, I'm with you. Like. And that's the thing. Hockey gets a little bit, and you know, the frustration when a guy's like clipping you in the, in the privates or, you know, giving you the old uh, axe in the back. Like, there's going to be some funny stuff, too, because, yeah, you know what? Yeah, have a channel. I mean, I'm telling you. Yeah, oh. PG, PG, and then you have rated R. And Can you imagine? They're, they're sitting there, you know, swatting each other at a face-off you know the guy <laughs> right and and and, and the camera's on them and the yeah. mics they'll pick and and they're they're chirping said you want to go yeah i yeah, want to go, go. Let's wanna go. Wanna okay go. <laughs> or, or the guy the guy says i swear to god i got the license plate i'm going to chase you around all night long i'm going to hit you so hard i'm going to kill your pets i'm going <laughs> to hit you with so many lefts you're going to be begging, begging for, for a right, right. yeah <laughs> I, I, I mean just to hear the crap they say to each other would be incredible no it'd be awesome I gotta tell you, so Brian, like they, they're talking about Columbus and stuff. Like, what cities do you think? Like that—that's another thing. So we're moving forward with this stuff. Have you changed your 
you know, opinion when you're talking to people on your uh, radio show about the cities. I know they're talking Toronto. I don't think that's a good idea. I know they mentioned it. I'm like, uh, it's, a, it's it an epicenter. Like I, I'm, I'm from the, I'm like, guys, no, Toronto's not a good choice. I know they have a lot of hotels and stuff. They have facilities, the Marley's, the Leafs, all that other stuff, but they're talking Columbus. Like what cities do you think? I know you're talking Buffalo I, before, but I haven't well, heard anything about it, it, that. It's completely, I, I think upwards of a dozen teams have thrown their hat in the ring that we, we've got the facilities. It literally, it, it clearly only comes down to at the day they pull the trigger to do this is what communities are safe yeah. or say are the safest. It's not what's the best. It's what, what's the safest from the uh, COVID perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying it changes all the time. I know Columbus is kind of interesting because they have Ohio state there, right? They have a, if you look the the restaurant district, they have lots of like hotels and stuff for people who go to Buckeye stadium and stuff like that it actually makes a lot of sense to me that. Area. Well, the big thing uh, and from the NHL's perspective are sheets of ice. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what Batman said that, that, you know, they need a lot of ice because they're going to be playing three games a day in each rink. But the other teams that aren't playing are going to be practicing that day. They can't sit idly by because they're playing games in the rink. They need a boatload of rinks wherever they go so the guys can practice. Yeah. No, that's, no, I, that's one of the big determining factors. Yeah, I'm with you. And, and there's a lot of candidates for that. They're actually throwing around Alberta, too. Edmonton and Calgary are pretty close to each other. There's a lot of space, a lot, a lot, a lot of ice there, so many facilities. Yeah. It's interesting, man. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But the more and more we think about it, Brian, the bottom line is this. They're playing. The NHL can't afford. This is the one league. We talk about gate-driven league. They cannot afford not to. Other, other t- like baseball's got their own problems. I'm telling you, hockey, they'll get it done. They're going to find a way to get it done. And to your point, which was brilliant, the bottom line is you can't. Some guy tests. I get it. You're gone. Two weeks, da-da-da-da-da. The show must go on. You can't stop. Once you start, you can't stop. Well, I just think in every walk of life, this is going to continue mm. for a while. I mean, I mean, it's a virus. I don't know anything about this stuff, but vi- basically, viruses run the course, and it's going to have to run its course. Can mm. you treat it better, and do you find something vaccine-wise that blocks it? Yeah. I mean, other than that, this thing's going to run its course. So yep. are we running a course of... Uh, moving on and is there sports and for starters the fan thing is just unrealistic we know that uh play the games without fans find yes. a way to transition in and then hey, you hope we can still we'll- bet on them we can still do our things that's that's the thing right like how's our lives going to change as gamblers like right there's nobody betting horse racing there's nobody in the stands in horse racing we're betting it more than ever you talked about it look at the handle on like tracks like will rogers downs it's the only game in town on a tuesday Brian, some of these tracks have like saved themselves. Like I can believe the numbers that I'm seeing, like Tampa mm-hmm. Bay downs, doubling Gulfstream, like triple, like their handle now. Think about it. And then we got the Arkansas, right. like horse, right. racing. Oh, horse racing's dead. I'm going to tell you something. COVID-19, like didn't it's, I'm not saying saved horse racing, but I can tell no. you one thing. It really it, helped. It will help them and they'll get a little reward on the back end. If yeah. all the tracks had stayed open, it could have been a boom. But I do think betters that never look cross at it before, now when they go in to make a football bet and they see a race, oh, maybe they'll take a look at better exactly. race. Exactly. It, it will help them. But, you know, it, you think of the stuff that's out there, 
my God, people are betting on Russian ping pong, Taiwanese baseball. Oh, yeah. And Korean football League opens up. I know. And football video games. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm betting horses. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, you know, the Sims are good. The horse racing is good. I'm not going to bet on a, a, a Belarusian hockey game. I don't know any, any of these players. That's the thing. Like, I get it. People are jonesing for stuff, but don't worry about it. Things are right around the corner. We've been patient uh, like this. And, Brian, I know you've told me before about NASCAR. Like, NASCAR down south, they're open for business. That stuff's happening in like a couple weeks. NASCAR will have a race in two to three weeks. I am you're right. No, you're right. Golf yeah. and golf. And golf. Well, we did all along. Golf and NASCAR were the two that would come back first. Yeah, and I don't, so, the thing I, mean, I don't understand. Lisa was talking about too tennis. Like tennis is like the what? What is tennis doing? That 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 sport would have the least amount of people. You got a ball boy, you got an umpire, and you got two people. How is that not still working? Anyway, or or you have a match without ball boys. Yeah, match, you can even match do that. Take fetch three your hours. Own ball. Yeah, it'll take six. But yeah, you, you can still have a ball boy. They hide in the corner anyway. But whatever, that's story for another day. All right. So all good, all good with you. All good. Yeah, you got a winner for these uh, uh, for the Arkansas Derby. Yeah, Charlatan can't lose. Oh, Charlatan has to fall down to lose. Can, can I give you a couple underdogs? And could you tell me in, if I'm working up the wrong tree? Oh, okay. wait, wait a minute. Well, I, yes, I can. I'm just telling. Do you, do, if you want to go down this road, I do. You are well. You are running the risk of getting a text from producer Mike. I don't care. I, I, I was the one who brought us back to hockey. Come on, Mike. I'm in your good books right now. What about wrecking? Uh, what about wrecking crew and Udor? And uh, as underdogs with the Charlatan race and Farmington Road and Silver Prospector, my pooches, uh, to beat I'm, Nadal. I am pr- I'm proud of you on Nadal. Man. I'm, pr- I'm proud of you. Charlatan cannot lose. Yes. Unless, unless he falls, you know, it falls down out of the gate. Yes. And Charlatan is going to win. But Anudor uh, yes. should be second choice over Governor Morris, in my opinion, because... Uh, he was the beaten favorite in the Risen Star and didn't run a step. He got hit. So, yeah, uh, so gold ring in French, by the way, for people. All right. Know. So that's a cold deck exactly there for me. And I'm proud of you, Pally. I do think the King Guillermo in the second leg ran such a big race in the Tampa Bay Derby, repeats that race. He's right there. But the one I think at 10 to 1 is absolutely the price play is Silver Prospector because yeah. this yeah. one won the Rebel Stakes. The one thing is, uh, I will just throw that out at you. There's been a massive inside rail speed bias at Oaklawn. Silver Prospector comes from off the pace, so that's does have to overcome that. But I like, I do like Silver Prospector. I think that uh, was going to be my my uh, shot, the one I take in the second. Thank position. you. Yeah, see, Brian, you've taught me a lot. I got good horse picks too. We're not just talking pucks; we're talking ponies. Cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the Arkansas Derby. There's so many things that they, they had to bust it up into two. Smart move, too. You get two handles on the race. These guys aren't idiots. You, you've you added to the repertoire. Let me see if that's that's the, the normal. Give, me, give, me the, give it to me. No, give me one more time. Give me the horse thing. I don't, I don't know why the third part of that, the horse didn't. Why did the horse turn into a Bengal tiger? I don't know. He's he's fired up. <laughs> he got his shots. Anyway, uh, anyway. Not, hey, Brian, bottom saying. line is this for, for, for producer Mike and everybody. I think positivity is right around the corner. We're taking a lot of things are getting better, and I think we're going to have some sports, buddy. I think this is happening. And from a positivity thing, we'll yeah. wrap it up with this. Um, thank you. Uh, the people that, that are oh, listening yeah. We, you know, we, we were on a Tootsie roll, as you would say. Yes. 
And we, the, the downloads and the listenership was growing, and we were, honestly, I mean, not being an egomaniacal jerk, we were giving out winners left and right. Mm-hmm. And we will well, again. All right. All right. But we haven't bet. I, it's like a broken watch in my wallet. I got a ticket in there from March 13th. Right? So we haven't talked about one thing you can bet on. I mean, well, I mean, we have you know, when they come back and some other things. But it's the Hockey Betting Podcast. We've kept at least in the neighborhood of a third of that loyal audience that was there. And analytically, and I hate analytics, but analytically people listen to the whole thing. So the hope is that you're still with us at the end of this thing to hear this. I joke and say, get a life, but we say thank you. Yeah, we say thank you. And Mike likes analytics, so it's all good. And we give you horse picks, too. <laughs> and, horse, and, sound, and sound effects. All right. Well, listen. Good luck at the beer store. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the yeah. It's in, in Canada. It's not. That, see, that's another thing about Canada. Like, I, I got to get going. I got another show to do. But I will say this: I agree with you 100. percent Like, what kind of stooge puts milk in bags, and then you have to buy a pitcher for the bag? Like, here's here's an exact. Hey, can I get a glass thing or a jug? I agree with you. The Canadian milk system blows. But well, I, well that, that there's, there's, it's I've even worse. It. Now we have a beer store, so you could only get beer at the beer store. Whereas in the states, I can walk into a convenience store and get Smirnoff, Jagermeister. Okay, I think I grab well, a twenty-four pack of Miller Light there. Yeah, yeah, like it's a one-stop shop. I have to go to a liquor store to get liquor, and I got to go to a beer store to get beer. That's stupid. Just because I'm an equal opportunity offender, and yeah. I'll, I'll wrap it up, is yeah. not to Brian offend. Brian rips Canada. Rip Canada. Not, <laughs> not to offend our friends in Canada, yeah. but my, my biggest pet peeve, I've got many. I've got a lot of like, you know, people that, that uh, go from the middle lane oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. the right lane and block the ability to turn right on red, which could keep the flow of traffic going. Those are the most self-centered, selfish people. I agree. The other one is in 102-degree heat. Why does the first $19.40 of a $20 gas deal go in 10 seconds and the last 60 seconds it takes longer than the first $19. That's very true. Yeah. I that, guess it's because your tank's that, getting, uh, I don't know what they're doing. Okay. That, next that, that infuriates. Well, and one of the big ones is when the Stanley cup playoffs come and you know, the, you know, your neighbor is a Leafs fan and the Leafs get eliminated. Then he's a flames fan. Uh, not uh, this guy. Flame, not the this flame, guy. Oh, I, I you're believe me in the distinct minority. You know, then they're a limit. Then all of a sudden, okay, go Oilers, and then they're out. And then at the end of the day, you know, Pittsburgh beats Vegas to win the cup and go, Oh, that one guy's that one guy's from uh, Brunswick. I won the cup. Like you got one shot, you get one team. I'm with you. As a Canadian, the stupidest right. thing is a oh, Canadian team. I gotta cheer for a Canadian team because my Canadian team wow. got eliminated. You know what? That's there's, stupid. Okay, oh, that, so there's that, and there's that, that pet peeve, and then the last one would be milk. If I were up there and visiting you, yeah, it's like, okay, woke up, have a cup of coffee, gotta get something, to eat, get a bowl of Captain Crunch, and then I'm like, bowl of Captain Crunch, yeah, got scissors. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I, I, I need scissors. Canadian breakfast. I'm hungover. I gotta find scissors and a bag. <laughs> scissors. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Like, think about the process. It's so stupid. Like, you're just all you want to do is grab the thing, glug, 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 put it on your Captain Crunch. I is gotta that, find, I gotta find scissors. Like, come on. Is that where the saying "Don't run with scissors" came from? <laughs> yeah, what well, from the Canadian milk board? No, no, yes. no, little little kids trying to get breakfast. 
honey, don't run with scissors. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though. It's so stupid. Milk and bags. That's a monkey. <laughs> monkey boy. I mean, good jugs. Tastes better than jugs anyway. All right. You, anyway. you want to take a shot at me? No, I don't. No, Anybody? Buffalo's got enough problems. I'm not going to take a shot at you. I'm actually going to defend it. I'm one of those guys that got you know, I like the city. Great, great wings, great pizza. You know, I've never had a problem. Go Bills. <laughs> All right, buddy. I, I love you. You're, every, you're, everything's good. Well, no, yep. But, the, but the, the synopsis here. Mm. Thank you to everybody that listens Damn to this right. thing. We, we appreciate it, guys. Tell your friends. Uh, soon we're going to be betting games again, so stay positive. And, yeah, thanks to everybody who stuck around. And you said it, Brian. Great, great people. Our friends at Bet Chris, it's, uh, yeah, what, what can we say? We've, we've had no hockey, and we're still getting listeners. And trust me, when it comes back, we're going to give you a whole boatload full of winners. All right. This pandemic thing's the least of my concerns. As we hang this thing up, I'm about to have to talk to producer Mike. Yep. Neat, 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 neat. Good luck. Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles try to get you a lot of winners. Hey, we hope you like what you're hearing. And if you do, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.